Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. I just found out... I don't know how accurate this is. Mm-hmm. I was watching The Walking Dead yesterday, mm-hmm. which is a truly terrible show now. I can't watch it anymore. Um, it's not good, I but don't watch it anymore. at this point, I feel invested. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, like, there's a priest character on there, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that the priest was not exclusive to the Catholic Church. No, no, I didn't know that. No, I thought. That was exclusive to the Catholic Church, and that the rules of the priesthood were all the same. Because he was like, "Oh, I'm Episcopalian. I can have relationships yeah, and can. stuff like that." Mm-hmm. So didn't know that. Well, what happened was like, you know, the Catholic Church was one of the most early churches, right? And mm-hmm. then you have Martin Luther, who's like, "Yo, I don't like the way that shit's happening here." Mm-hmm. Like, I think like there was like a very strong regiment for how you recovered from sins. So, like, I think at the time, like, Martin Luther had done something wrong or he had, like, felt sinful. So he was walking up steps on his knees. Like, as a punishment. Walking up steps on his knees? As a punishment for feeling sinful. Okay. And then in the middle of that, he was just like, yo, what the fuck is this shit about? Like, this is wild. Like, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So he wrote, I believe it was 13, I could be wrong, Reformations, basically critiques of the Catholic Church. And then that spun out into what we know as Protestantism. Which mm-hmm. is like all these religions that exited from uh, uh, Catholicism. Uh, the Catholicism, but because Catholicism was the blueprint, they still hold out some of those traditions. Like there's some similar traditions between them. But then you come to some of the, and because that, that all took place in Europe, right? But then you take place to like you know some of the religions that came up out here, right? Like you know like Baptist, Baptism, yeah, Adventism. Uh, uh, oh, that's Mor- a U.S. That's mm-hmm. a U.S. thing. Mormonism. They don't have so many of those because. They're not as Eurocentric. They started out here. So that's why they have pastors and preachers and it, preachers, bishops yeah, and they're apostles more, and yeah. all that shit. They're more from out here. They came from, you know, the first and second awakening, all that yeah. point in history. When, like, religion, like, what's crazy about religion back then, I think I've talked about this before, is, you know, like, how we go to Coachella and stuff like that? That's what religion was back. It was like a hot thing for young people to go to. Like they'd go to these yeah. things called tent revivals. Yeah. And it would pack that shit out and just be like, damn, yo, this dude's gonna speak. And like it's gonna be wild. Like, yo, you got your tickets, you gonna come see this dude speak? That's still a thing today. Oh yeah, of course. For, uh my grandmother goes to that. I've been to a couple too. Like conferences. Uh, conferences. Mm-hmm. She's about to go to Dallas for a Joyce Meyer conference. <laughs> She's been listening to Joyce Meyer since I was a child. Joyce Meyer does have like a religious thing to her, right? She's a she's a pastor. But yeah. but her main focus is like uh uh, uh be, believing in yourself. That's like her whole message. Yeah, she's not she's not like uh uh hellfire and brimstone no. or like she's not she, uh she's not as um what's the word I'm looking for as bombastic as like a TD Jakes yeah, or something not like, like an that. Evangelical yeah, like yeah, yeah, pastor yeah. who's like this. No, yeah. it's more like it's more my, spiritual. Yes, yeah. Because my mom made me listen to Joyce Meyer 
in in a uh, high school when I was like struggling with like you know like when my depression started showing early signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the reasons I could listen to it was because it wasn't like straight up preaching. It was just like you're a good person. You can believe in like yeah, like you said, it's a lot of spiritual. Yeah, like but she's on her way to that, and then every year she goes to the TD Jakes conference. Jesus Christ, which I've been to a couple and. Those motherfuckers are wild. Those are Christian. They're essentially Christian Coachellas. They're, they're Christian Coachellas. There's vendors. Yeah. There's it's different wild. stages. And like, yeah. And yeah, the energy is just crazy. Gene Ho, I think we forgot to say that you can speak at any. Yeah, point. you can. You I've can watched talk. you have many points <laughs> and not say anything. Uh. <laughs> what? What? Uh, have you? Have you ever been to anything like that? Like a a church conference? Oh yeah. Um, I grew up in an Adventist school system. Okay. Um, from kindergarten all so the way same as you, right? College. Yeah, yeah. We, that's, Gene Ho and I met in college. Right, right, right. Through right. Facebook, actually. Well, yeah, because I real we realized that we were going to the same. We were in the same class. We More were, like you found me out of the blue, and I was like, "Who's Edgar?" No, Brandy everyone had signed up on this Facebook group called <laughs> mm-hmm. Class of uh, what was our graduating class? 2013. Thank you. And so then I just, I just took a guess. Was that right? Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, got it. That just seemed right. <laughs> <laughs> that is that was our graduating class. Um, and then like I went and looked at what people's projected majors were, and you were the only person in that group who was a film major. I was the only other film. Yeah, because every other film major didn't sign up for that because they were too busy getting high and smoking weed. That's very true. Uh, like no one was like, oh, I'm going to join. I'm going to be proactive and join because uh, like you know that was a thing on Facebook was. They would make a group for your mm-hmm. incoming freshman class so you can meet people and stuff like that. Back when Facebook actually had a purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. Its yeah. main purpose was for college campuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So that's how I met Gene Ho because you were the only person who was a film. You weren't even a film major at the time. You were a film minor. That's right. I was a psych major that is at correct. the time. That is correct. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this has been our... Bi monthly. Yeah. Uh, no, this how, this has been our every two month religion talk. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we seem to have one at least every eight weeks. It's a fascinating topic. It is. It's one of my it. favorite topics. It is. Uh, but yeah, you not to cut your story off, you have been to a religious conference. Was it wild? Yeah. I mean, like, there was all kinds of different kinds. Like, there was a connection seminar where we learned how to be preachers in a way. Like, how, oh. to, how to, like, Build a story and then like be able to tell that to like a crowd and the church yeah. and if you were a preacher, yeah. what type of preacher would you be? Like, I mean, would you be <laughs> like, give me give me a thirty second sermon? I know what yours is, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll tell you what yours is after uh, Gene Ho does like what know, yours I, is. What would yours be? I think I'd just be like talking about Moses, the burning bush. <laughs> <laughs> and how it wasn't really a burning I like bush. how Jaquise immediately was bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jaquise, uh, do you want to know what kind of pastor you would be? Please, tell You're me. the kind of pastor who, one, you'd be very loud. Oh, uh, I would. Uh, and then, two, you would bust out into song. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> out I mean, of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And God said, ha! The presence of the Lord is here. <laughs> just, for no, for absolutely oh, yeah. no reason. Oh yeah, the uh, hell yeah, that's the best type of preacher, man. My the best pastor I ever had was when I was in Edinburgh, Texas. There was this pastor. His name was Pastor Peter Weber. And at one point, he realized that he was lo- losing the young people because they just didn't care about sermons, like you know the kind of sermon that Gene mm-hmm. was just talking about, <laughs> where he's like explaining symbols and stuff in the Bible. And I was like, I don't care. So what he did was. He decided that every like he would like do a different story of the Bible every month and make it a theatrical production and went through every part of it and it was so dope like yeah. he built an actual ark 
on like the thing like he had to build, and it was so everyone was involved, and then the church shut him down because they were just like it's too cinematic, it's too much like the outside world, like movies and stuff. Come on! And then he went back to his boring ass preaching, mm, and man. my nigga, uh, I ain't a, I ain't in religion anymore. Yeah, dude. Like he was doing something like. And he had the youth be involved as extras and stuff. I can remember, like, people came in as animals or as people coming, like, trying to, like, making fun of Noah, building the ark and stuff like that. And so you felt like you were a part of it. Yeah. And it made you want to go to church on Saturday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's Or shit. wherever you go to church. But that's... we go to church on Saturday. So, like, it made people want to be, like. Like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, have you <laughs> fucking read the Bible? That shit is... Yeah. A four thousand page script. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> That's all it is. Like it is full of theatrical shit all yeah. through the entire book. Uh, that seems like a natural. Con- progression. That's yeah, a progression to do. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but they just didn't like it because they were just like, it's too performative. It's not. It's not what God wants the word to be. And I'm like, it's getting like people were like our, the church's membership was going up. Like people were interested in it because yeah. it was so fascinating yeah to like watch it be acted out and then they shut it down because they were like it's too much it's like too the outside much. world it's too much you know what other kind of a pastor jukis would be what's one that like all your moms really like oh because like, he's that invite over for dinner mm-hmm. but you know he's doing he's the, he's the flirty pastor yeah, absolutely. He's, a little too flirty. he's the kind of pastor that my mom would talk to her friends about at dinner and be like you know pastor <laughs> you know pastor neil went over to sister margaret's house hey, come and on then, out here sweetheart <laughs> and be like, and let me be put like, let me put my hands on your honey hallelujah thank you jesus <laughs> <laughs> you be the kind of that, that, that pastor that put his hands all over Ariana Grande. <laughs> I mean, you know, not that. Tell me, your sister. You know, when I, when I saw Ariana Grande was on the dais, I said, "What's this from Taco Bell?" <laughs> also, R.I.P. Pete Davidson. We said Ariana no, Grande. Sophie. We said no. R.I.P. I mean, didn't you didn't you hate it when yeah. it first happened? Did I say R.I.P. in a sad way? I don't know. <laughs> RP means rest in peace. And we're moving on very quickly. Yeah. We're moving on very quickly. Did you guys see Megan Markle's Preggers? Yes, she is Preggers. Yay. Are you excited for that? Yeah, I like babies. Oh, yeah. Babies are great. Sure. (laughs) You don't like babies, Jaquise? You can't be a pastor. I don't. I like babies. I don't like kids. You can definitely can't be a so you can be a pastor if you like you have to because you have to be cool with babies because yeah. that's a big part of your job. Is like you gotta right. dunk baby the babies dedication. in the water. Well, depending on what religion you're a yeah. pastor in. Uh, yeah, mine <laughs> would be dunk the baby in water. Religion. Yeah, you want a religion where you? <laughs> yo, there's this video going on Twitter where this nigga's just like takes a baby and just goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then somebody put on it when you uh when you look in your nuggets and you see you only have one left, but you just opened a packet of sauce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's so that's that's hurtful. The way he dunks the baby is so violent. It's so yeah. violent, bro. He just went pop. pop have you not pop. seen Uncle Drew yet? No, I have not. Have you seen Uncle Drew, Jane? The movie? No. Yeah. Man, there that's the first part of that movie that made me die laugh. This when Chris, Chris Rebel was a pastor and he was doing the christening what? to a fucking baby. What? And he was treating that shit like a basketball. <laughs> And Lil Rel was like, and Lil Rel, everybody was saying, thank you, Jesus. And Lil Rel was like, nigga, stop. Like, well, y'all don't see what he's doing to this baby. <laughs> that shit cracked that is, me I need up, to watch dude. that movie. Uncle Drew is legit, man. People it's, are saying that it's actually funny. It's actually funny, yeah. I, fu- I fucked with it. It was it was legit. I didn't think it was going to be good, but I saw it. Can I ask support. you guys' opinion on something? I saw This reminded me of a tweet I saw that's been getting a lot of traction on black Twitter, where this one nigga was just like, 
uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish acts the same in every goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw that tweet, but mm-hmm. like a lot of people started going in on it, and they were saying that, yes, that may be true, but there's a level of stardom where that's what people want, where they want you to go into that role and be just yourself because that's what they're expecting from you. And to use that as a critique on her isn't necessarily fair. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know that's, what your thoughts on that. So Ryan Gosling is not the same motherfucker in every single movie. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I don't no. think he is. Uh, but I know what you mean. There are movies there are that people, utilize his... Why are they singling his... her out, though? That's what, I'm, that's what the tweet is oh, saying. Okay, okay, I didn't okay, tweet okay. it. I'm asking, I'm asking the floor for their thoughts. No, I don't so think that's true. The floor says... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. You don't think she's the same in every? I would confirm. no. I don't. I don't think that's. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I don't think that it's true that that should be criticized. No, I don't think so either. Uh, I don't think she'd be, I think a lot of actors do that. I think she's very good at what she does. She is. Yeah. I mean, it's a fair. It's a fair take because it it like that. It she has acted the same in the in the past two years. Yeah. She's. Tiffany Haddish, which yeah. is funny, and that's okay. And that's what y'all want. It's like Tracy Morgan. You put Tracy Morgan in that movie yeah. to be that. Like You want him to be that kind of thing. And when she decides she doesn't want to do it anymore, then she won't. That's that's the thing, man. Like Y'all, y'all, y'all got to... These niggas is making money, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Let them make that... If she didn't want to do it, she wouldn't be. I mean, I, I, yeah, people are typecasting and all that bullshit. But of course. She she good. She's not being typecast. <laughs> like, she's, she's good. She's picking these roles. Yeah, she good. Didn't we talk about this with Michael B. Jordan? We well no well yeah we just said that Michael B. Jordan's the same in every movie. <laughs> There's I think. a list of eleven most typecast actors in Hollywood. They're funny. The first one is Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, one hundred percent. That's very true. Morgan Freeman, do you agree? Uh, no, that's, no, that's people who only the wise old man. I was gonna say that's people who've only known Morgan Freeman in the past five to ten years. Well, so not five. Julia to 10. Roberts. Well, that's well, I mean, on point. it was like in the nineties that was his thing. Alec Baldwin, hundred percent. Because you talk, you're talking like Shawshank Redemption, mm. yeah. Seven. Yeah, hey, that um, movie gives me chills. Seven. Yeah, I had oh, nightmares. So I saw it too young. So good, very good movie. What's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, don't know, <laughs> don't know what's in the box. Um, but like, yeah, like along came Paulie. Like he, he, he constantly plays. He in the nineties, that was like his bread and butter. But like you're saying, he had a career before and after that where he isn't that. And I think the height of that was Bruce Almighty. And mm-hmm. then after Bruce Almighty, people just like couldn't let go of him as that because he literally played he, God. I just <laughs> watched Bruce Almighty last night. For the first time? No, no, no. Oh, but no. you were just watching it? Yeah, I just was like, eh, let me put on something that I've seen before, mm. just to like pass a couple hours, and it was Bruce Almighty. It yeah. was on Netflix. He was good at it. Yeah. I fucked with him as God. But I think, <laughs> I but I think God. That that's like where we just like, and then obviously the Visa commercials where he's like stuck in our heads as that. I don't know. What do you think about it, Gene? Uh, it doesn't help that he does narrations for like documentaries. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's like stuck in our head as like that. Voice of yeah. like, like wisdom, yeah. voice in our head. Some of these are pretty on point on this list. Which ones? Say some. Oh, Jennifer Aniston, very on point. I've never plays seen the same, same, same. I'm the girl next door. I'm so nice. Basic white woman, everything. Sure, I've... she was pretty different in Horrible Bosses. Oh, Horrible Bosses! Oh my gosh, is... she was amazing. Horrible yeah. Bosses is a very funny role. For she her. was funny in that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a very yeah, funny yeah. role for you her. You think that Will Smith? They put Will Smith on here. Someone was, that was the one that kept coming up in yeah. uh, that Tiffany Haddish thread. Was everyone just like, Will Smith, 
<laughs> Someone put Will Smith, Will Smith, and then somebody commented, nah, Will Smith has been Will Smith as a doctor, Will Smith as a poor man, <laughs> Will Smith as an astronaut. That shit had me dying. Yeah. Now, Will Smith, Will Smith is a weird one because he does do different things, but he brings Will Smith. Will Smith to, he is, he is a different version of Will Smith in yeah. quite a bit of movies, but it works. <laughs> I, mean, I just think it's like, it's, like it it's the trademark thing because like to Sophie's point Ryan Gosling has been different things but one of the reasons why Ryan Gosling works so well in the movie First Man which I would recommend anyone to see is he brings that like what he's trademark known for that blankness like man what's this nigga thinking about mm-hmm. to that role and it's perfect for Neil Armstrong who was very well known to be that kind of person like there's yeah. like that very famous thing uh, 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 where like they're asking all the astronauts, like, oh, are you very thankful to, like, go to the moon? What are you going to bring? And, like, Buzz Aldrin's like, oh, I'm going to bring my wife's jewelry. And everyone's all excited. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 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 and then they go to Neil Armstrong. And he's like, I'm very grateful. And that's all that nigga said. He's like, dude, you have to be the first person to go to the moon. And he's just like, yeah. I'm very grateful. And so, like, that makes Ryan Gosling that makes good him. for that role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you put it. I mean, Denzel, that nigga's play, he brings a little bit of himself to pretty much every role. Absolutely. That he... That he has been in in the past shit since training day to me. Uh, maybe a little bit before that, but he had a string of movies where he was the swagger, like the black same guy. dude. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he transitioned over to like middle aged, like uh, what's the, the taking a fell on one, two, three, mm-hmm. John Q. Uh, but he still has that inside s- man. But he still has that swag. But to he him, still though. has that swag. Yeah, that little so. smile that he does, and like you know, he always goes, "My man, my man." Have you seen Game Night? Uh, yeah. Uh, the I think we talked about this. Have we? Or did the, we talk about? The, I don't know. Maybe we talked about this, but not on the pod. But like, I know what you're talking about. The Winston, uh, not Winston, uh, Lamorne yeah. Morris is uh, <laughs> his girl cheats yeah, on him. With... Cheats on him with Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. But but then, but then Lamorne also does a pretty spot on Denzel too. Absolutely. Yeah, I fucked with it. Absolutely. I fucked with it. Absolutely. I fuck with y'all. Culture Kings guys. Jackie's here. Edgar Mobazier here. We have a very special guest. I know. Guest we've on. neglected him for 16 minutes. <laughs> well, he's uh, here to talk about a very specific thing. Edgar yeah. brought and, me in for a purpose. But we're not going anywhere near his wheelhouse. I feel like Gene Ho hasn't watched a movie since we were in college. It's been a minute. <laughs> Weren't you a film major? <laughs> I mean... You dropped off hard. On paper. <laughs> paper, I'm a film major. Are you... Did you finish that? Barely. Okay. Oh, you, yeah. you graduated? I finished, man. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't walk. Okay. That's what probably... I why. walked and I didn't finish. Uh, wait, how? <laughs> how did that you happens? walk? No, yeah, I walked and I didn't finish. Some I people walk class. and then you have like one more credit yeah, you need exactly. to get. Oh, or, Adventist yeah, yeah, yeah. Heritage. Can you class online or anything? Right. I can. I don't want to. I want to. I want to prove to everyone. I want to be like, look how far I got with just one credit. Look. I mean, you right. essentially graduated. You chose not to. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dropout, baby. <laughs> you. I mean, yeah. I guess. I guess you. You have three hours to go before you are a college graduate. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Would you like a paper away? From finishing. Yeah, it was one paper that I was supposed to turn in that yeah. I didn't, and then like me and the teacher got in a fight, and then I was That's like, so you funny. know what, man, fuck this dude. <laughs> this is the most Edgar thing I've ever heard in my life. Bro, he was, especially what the class is, is Adventist history, which is like, I really did not care about that class. And and then That's some so shit, funny. then some shit happened. Like, that should be your easy, that should be the easy one. I mean, Adventist history is very dense and boring. Oh, um, yeah. But like, you grew up with that. I feel like your mom gave you 
a lot of Avenus history. No, no, because what's fascinating about it is like, I mean, yeah, everyone knows like the classic thing, but it's like the same thing with like American history, right? Yeah. You know all the bullet points, but then when you take like an American history class in college, you're just like, well, goddamn, there's a whole bunch more to this shit Ooh, and it's than boring. I really thought, and it's very boring. Yeah, but like the bullet points version is very simple. Like, oh yeah, the British were mean to us. Yeah, and then we were like, hey, fuck that, no, and then we became a country, and then. We were like slavery, and everyone was just like, this is bad. Except for those people in the South, they were like, no, we don't think so. And then yeah. we fought that, and then World War One, World War Two, and then now we're here. Yeah. And it's like, but then the we Great take Depression, a, Great yeah, Depression. Great Depression. But then you take yeah. AP, US, or like AP U.S. history, or you take like a U.S. history class in college, and you're just like, oh, no, nah, there's so much more to this shit. All these niggas was really fucked up and yeah. selfish. They all hated each other. And the fact that America even worked is a complete... Miracle. It's a miracle. That's the to this day is the worst grade I've ever gotten in college was <laughs> American history. I did nothing. It was so fucking boring. And then and the teacher was great. What I, it did you guys do? I forgot. I honestly do. I was just there. <laughs> I was just there. And the teacher was good. She was interesting and funny. There is nothing she could do to make me care. You should do one. I mean, if you ever want to go back, fifties to sixties is dope. I forgot, maybe, dude. She even asked, what grade do you guys think you deserve? And I was truthful. I was like, a D, because I ain't do shit. And I think she gave me a C just because I was honest. honest. That's tight. <laughs> I think she gave me That's a C because I didn't do the final paper. I didn't do, I did barely any homework. I didn't participate in class. I didn't do shit. I did just enough not to fail. What was that class for you in college, Gene? That class that you just like could not give a fuck about? Uh, what was it? Probably one of those like level 100, 200 religion classes. Oh man, those classes. Like encountering Jesus? Uh, encountering <laughs> Jesus was rough. That class was rough. Also, there was one that was like. Uh, life uh, and uh, Times of Jesus. Yeah, Life and Times life of Jesus. Life and Times with Jesus. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a great fucking movie. The one Why that, is that not a movie yet? <laughs> the one that fucked me up was Kings, where it was just about the book Kings. Like those like early history b- Bible books where it's just like about how the Israelites move from one place Talking to another. Talking about like Judges and Romans. And yeah, those and those ones, and I was like, man, this class is so. And the, the teacher had her PhD in just the book of Job, and I was like, that is the most boring book in the Bible. And you got your whole dissertation in that shit. That shit. Oh was wild. man, and she would just explain all these things in detail, and I'll be like, man, I cannot stay awake in this class for the life of me. Religion teachers are whack, man. I there's some dope ones. I mean, I guess so. But the ones who are whack are whack as hell. Yeah. We had I went to a Catholic school my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Just because it was like a really good school in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh and we had a teacher, a theology teacher. I think his name was Father Tim or some bullshit. And he knew he was born. <laughs> I mean, He's, that was his name. Oh I know, man, but something with you with names, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Father Thomas I mean, some bullshit. It was something like that. My Father God. Thomas or something. I don't know. <laughs> but he bullshit. knew he was born, man. Oh yeah. God. He he would give you he would give you detention if you put your head down on the desk. <laughs> if you put your hand up, he knew, like, I'm about to bore y'all to death and you gotta sit here through it. And to my day, my favorite class of his was when I wasn't there one day. And I had to take a test, so he put me in the front of class, and I was facing the fucking uh, class room, and he made them watch some boring-ass movie. <laughs> and, dude, the look on everybody's face as they struggle to not fall you'd asleep. Have, you didn't have to watch that and shit. And I had to watch it. I took my time taking that test. I was laughing so hard to myself just watching everybody's face 
die from That's boredom. Very fucking. That was funny. my favorite class of his. But yeah, he was he was whack, man. I will tell you what religion class I enjoyed in college, but I'll do so after the break. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. So okay, like uh, again, like Gene Hope kind of pointed out, we had to take a lot of religious classes all the way up until the four hundred level. Like yeah. every level of school, you had to take a religion class. And there was this one class that was called Religion in the Media, that was like oh yeah, Christian in the Media. Yeah, Christian, yeah. where it's like in that class, essentially, we would watch a movie, and the whole concept of that class was debate the teacher on whether or not that movie was about God, and that shit was so fucking fun. Could we watch like? Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and be like, I think this is about God. And he would sit, he would sit back and be like, prove me wrong. <laughs> and everybody would just go in on this nigga and just be arguing and shit. That about sounds whether, great. Dude, it was a dope ass, because we would just watch movies and then just talk about whether God was in this movie. That shit, and, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and that is great. And some of those movies, like, yeah, it's pretty clear, but then some of those movies are like, come on, nigga, this is a stretch, dude. This movie yeah. got nothing to do with God. Yeah. That shit is great. I would have loved to have taken that class. I love to Shout out to all the teachers out there who play movies for your kids. Oh, absolutely. You do you you doing guys real work, man. Let me tell you, because uh, I mean, we know the truth is that she was hungover, and yeah, you didn't want. Because as an adult now, I get it. As an adult, I get it now. Mm-hmm. If I man, if I had to go teach kids every day, there'd be some days where I'd be like, man, fuck these kids. Yeah. And I know that's what some teachers were doing, especially like when we were. Like first, second, oh, and you're not third even retaining grade. anything that they're saying. You're not retaining, and like a lot of those <laughs> teachers were younger than I am now. Yes, so I can't even fucking imagine. Yeah. It's insane. So shout out, man! Yeah. Shout out to y'all, man! Think about all your friends that are teachers, and then think about them being responsible for you when you were a young person. Yeah. like that's why I'm like, that's why. Like, if man, I I wish some of these students knew what these damn what some of my teacher friends did on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, man. We, like hey i was talking to one i'm not gonna put her on blast but i was talking to a friend of mine who is a teacher and she was talking about how sun like a sunday night before she had to go into class how she like hooked up with a couple dudes Whoa. and it was like man i had a long night i was up to 4 a.m having sex blah 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 and i was like I got to go teach kids in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking like, these damn kids, she was teaching seventh graders. These kids have no idea you were getting fucked by two people last night. (laughs) Because like, when you think about what you thought your teachers were born and shit, you're like, like, man, Miss Miss Jacobs goes home and just reads books and and grades papers. Like, nah, you're just out there doing coke. (laughs) You're just out there doing coke at fucking the Virgil (laughs) with her friends. That's what she's doing. That shit is great. I mean, we know a couple like substitute teachers. Of course, bro. Yeah, and they they do wild shit. That like, is they so party funny. Harder. They party harder than anybody. Anna was a teacher. Yeah, and Anna like she was a teacher for America. Mm. So like she was a teacher at like you know rough ass schools, and then she would say that they would party. They would party so hard on the weekends. Yeah, because they were so stressed out about like you know dealing with like you know violence and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, all right, fuck it. Well, let's just go get drunk as fuck. <laughs> shit is great, man. So shout out, shout out. But you know what our religion is? Let's let's transition real hard. It's been we've we've had a summer. We've had, we had a, summer, a summer, guys. Summer break. And listen, I, I want to be the first to say that if Edgar cared about any other sport, we would talk about sports more. 
So you should really thank Edgar for not giving a shit about baseball. That's right. And not that much of a shit about football. I give. I actually give more of a shit about baseball than I do about football. That's true. Neither <laughs> one of us give a fuck about hockey. No, not at all. Uh, and every other sport that is played is not a real sport to us. So <laughs> it brings us to... That is like the... You and I agree so hard. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. And it's like... That's why, yeah, this podcast would be very much so a sports podcast if I cared just a little bit more about mm-hmm. any of those two sports. That's true. Fair That's true. Fair. But he doesn't. So you've had a break. But ladies and gentlemen, as of this podcast, the National Basketball Association is back. Hallelujah! <laughs> yes. Hallelujah! At this moment, at minute 27 and 10 seconds, Sophie, when you look at the numbers, you'll see a a huge dip and listens. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, look, we gave y'all a summer. We talked about race. We talked about insecure. <laughs> we talked about feminism. We talked about every goddamn thing. We had thing. some we, would you rathers and shit. We talked about Zevia. We talked about Zevia. We gave y'all, we, we rapped for y'all. We rapped. We, we tried to pull shit out of our ass this summer. And now it's all over. <laughs> Can we talk about previews? Let's talk what? about previews, guys. Jack- Again, who's winning this year? I mean, we there's a way we have to do. This. Yeah, there's a way. Yeah. We'll, there's a way we have. We're gonna to do list this. out. We're gonna list out. I have a list. Yeah. I have a list of stuff that we got to talk about. Oh, great! Oh, uh, Gino, prepare. Gino, I mean, no. Gino came Gino. with. Uh, Oh, no, that's oh, a that's that's, that's, that's paper. That's I, thought, paper. I thought he came with a typed out sheet. I was no. like, damn, no wonder you was quiet. You really came prepared. <laughs> he was studying. He's like, oh, <laughs> Marvin Bagley studies. I'm not a believer, though. I'm not, not Marvin Bagley. Man. All right, all right. But all right. You uh, got a list. I don't believe. I, I will say last year's NBA season was regular season because I've said this before. I said this on Against the Grain when we did the preview last year that the regular season can be boring. It can uh, be. It can be boring. The the real season is the playoffs, especially because they're so long. I mean, they have one of the longest playoffs in the four major sports. Uh, that goes from April to May, and like another fifty plus games are played in the playoffs. So, but last year's regular season was pretty fucking exciting. It was, it was dope. So fucking dope. I mean, yeah, there are so many wild storylines. I feel like Kyrie. Going to the Celtics made it exciting. Yeah. Gordon Hayward's injury made it even more exciting. So sorry that that's, that's true. That's when I met you. First yeah. two seconds first of the met. season. Yeah, first two seconds of the season. I think like it was like a minute into the yeah. game, and he did that. I shit. met Edgar the day after that happened. Mm-hmm. That I, cause I showed it. I showed that tape to everybody in mm-hmm. the in the Daily Zeitgeast studio. And, and I think like, it went. Oh, mm-hmm. um, you're horrible. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that was I still brutal. show that shit to people. That shit is wild. <laughs> Uh, what else happened? Oh, Blake Griffin with that wild, wild trade. To mm-hmm. the, wasn't that that year? To the Pistons? Yeah, to Pistons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Cavs. The, the Cavs, Cavs fucking making, just completely rehauling <laughs> their roster. <laughs> and like, and then the, the Isaiah the Thomas season. trade just imploding on them. Like, it's crazy, completely. man. Uh, Utah Jazz coming out of nowhere and being a legit team. Donovan the Mitchell, Denver man. Nuggets coming out of nowhere and being a legit team. Yeah. The, the Sixers t- looking great. The Sixers looking so great. Mm-hmm. And then also their weird rookie mystery with like what was going on with Markel Foots's uh his shooting sho- Yeah, his shoulder yeah. like was like oh like it was a very, was crazy. very Kawhi Leonard went missing. Yeah. Wait, did the Chris Paul going behind like the Clippers locker room happen that last year? Also happened last season. That yeah. was so crazy. Yeah. And and you know the funny thing about all that? All this amazing shit, all this crazy. <laughs> Crazy shit happened through the regular season. 
and it's still in the Wood Warriors caps. <laughs> that's like, that's the craziest part of all. all this parody happened throughout the entire season. It is still ended with the Cavs yeah, playing the Warriors in the NBA Finals. And I honestly think that was beautiful. It was, it was the, well yeah. because there were so many points during the play during the playoffs, especially for the Cavs, where you're just like these niggas is not gonna make it. Yeah, I remember when they were playing Indiana. I was like, Damn, I didn't think they were bro, gonna make it. We really, LeBron's definitely not gonna make it. And then when we were playing the Rockets, I remember going home and being like, man, we may not make it to the finals this year. But, Crazy, yeah. I mean, both of those series went Game Seven. They did. Man, that that, that Cavs Celtics that, game seven. Yeah, if I mean Boston should have won. If Jason Tatum had not dunked and then looked at LeBron James, yeah, and LeBron James was like, "What? You, he just looked at me. Yeah, Man, I'm about to go the fuck off. Yeah, Houston, LeBron effect. Houston we'll missing twenty seven threes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> like you know how hard you gotta try to miss twenty seven threes in a row. <laughs> I, I I haven't shot at basketball in like three or four months. And I couldn't miss 27 threes in a row, dude. I don't know, Jaquise. I don't know, dude. I don't know, <laughs> I'll take know, to the court man. after this. I think you can miss 27 I in don't a think row. so, man. I don't think so. I would eventually find a rhythm. I would get lucky at least once. <laughs> like, that's all you need is just to get lucky. Yeah, man. It was insane. So it was a, it was a, it was a pretty dope NBA season. But the new one is here. Uh, the Eastern Conference is going to have so much fucking parody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No LeBron James. No LeBron in the East for the first time. Ever. Ever. This is crazy, dude. This is no other superstar has ever done. No other superstar of his caliber has ever done that. Ever mm-hmm. left to the other conference? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Shaq, maybe. Yeah, I was like, Shaq. Shaq. But the Jordans, the Kobe's. Shaq, the, did, Shaq did it twice. Right. He went back and forth. I mean, by the end of Shaq's career, he was bouncing all the fuck around. Yeah. But in his prime. In his prime, he yeah. went from. He went from Orlando, from to, Orlando LA, to LA to the And then to LA the to the Heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barkley, Hewitt, none of these motherfuckers. Even when they had trades, they still pretty much stayed mm-hmm. within. Because, you know, Philly to the Rockets or the Suns. But that was before Barkley really became Barkley. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It, that I think this is going to be very interesting. Where to, did Kareem start his career at? Was it in Milwaukee? Milwaukee. So he he went from the east to the west. Yeah. yeah. He, he won a title. He won, he won, he won a, a title, title with the Bucks with too. The Bucks. Yeah. 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 But it happens rarely. Very rarely. Especially in modern the modern NBA. Absolutely. It happens fucking rarely. Very but it's rarely. happened twice. Kawhi. I mean, you know, Kawhi ain't on the same level as LeBron. No, but he wasn't dominating the Western Conference. Yeah, but still, man, this shit's gonna be an interesting season. So yeah, let's talk. Let's talk brass tacks. So what do you what do you NBA got? What is season. on your list, Jaquise? I got I got I got a whole bunch of predictions and shit or right. stuff we're gonna talk about. So let's let's start with this. Let's start with this. Let's start with who we think is gonna be the most surprising team in the NBA this year. Ooh. Because there's been a lot of mm. there's been a lot of fucking like shake up. I like the Nuggets. The Nuggets. They got Millsap. They mm-hmm. saw Jokic. Got yeah. Martin. Mm-hmm. But they picked up um what's his face? Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, uh, like, yeah they they're did. not gonna play him right away. They're gonna train him, get him healthy. Yeah, and then if he doesn't bust, then he's gonna be great. I agree with you, and I also think that like the Nuggets should have been that AC last year. I think that they would have given the Rockets a lot harder of a time. And you know, who was just, the AC again? Uh, the team that you thought was gonna be the fourth team in the NBA last year. Yeah, uh, and they missed it by <laughs> half a game. <laughs> well, but <still>. okay. <laughs> so they were. You said they were gonna be fourth, and they were eighth. Okay. But <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, but so like um, 
<laughs> You're so I'm never going to let that shit go. I'm Not never going to let that shit go. So basically, like, I think that they should have been there. It literally came down to two or three shots that they were going to be the AFC last year. That game, and, what, and that game was really cool because it literally was the last game of the season between the two of them, and it decided well, who was in the AFC. So it almost felt like a March Madness game of yeah. them both trying to play to get into the mm-hmm. tourney. Um, so, like, that was really cool. And I think that the Nuggets, man, they're a very scary team. And I agree with you that they could be the most surprising. But I still put my money on the Pacers. I think the Pacers Ooh, yeah. will really surprise everyone in the East. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans Darren is on Collison that squad. Darren, Victor Oladipo. Yeah, and Victor Oladipo, that text that he sent to everyone after um, they lost to the Cavs, he just sent everyone a video of him in the gym like right mm-hmm. after. And I was like, this team's going to be something. I really think they just extended Miles Turner like 20 minutes ago. 80 million Ooh. contract. I think Ooh. that they're going to be a really good team. I think Miles Turner is going to have a good year. I, I think that they'll be the most surprising team this year. See, here's why I don't I don't disagree with that, but I don't put them in a surprising category because I think people see them coming. Mm. I think Fair. people see the Pacers coming. And, and, Nick, and if you named the top three in the teams in the East, you wouldn't say the Pacers in that top three. I don't think I would. I uh, I don't know actually. You would say I would say Boston, Boston Philly, Toronto, Toronto. Raptors, yeah. Okay, I would put Indiana at four. Okay. I would put the I I couldn't. You would I, put the Bucks at four. I would put the I would put the Pacers over the Bucks. Ooh, I would put the Giannis Pacers is over the on his way here. I would put <laughs> the Pacers over the Bucks. Giannis is on his way here to hurt you, dog. <laughs> the Bucks haven't. The Bucks they don't they they haven't taken that fucking next step, and I don't see why they would this year. Okay, I I don't disagree. Look, I I, I, I just don't see why they would this year. The Giannis love to me. I love like Giannis. He's slowly becoming my new LeBron James. Yeah, Giannis is dope. If Gian- in terms of like how much everyone loves him, he's unstoppable. Ooh. He's unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> he's unstoppable. I love Giannis. <laughs> I mean, yeah, nobody's unstoppable. But if he fucking, especially if he on that gets that, yeah, he's unstoppable mm-hmm. on that shit. Mm-hmm. I still don't see the Bucks as wow. a top fourteen. Did they make it to the play? They made, did they make it to the playoffs this year? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, did. Right, yeah, they did. They just didn't. They were like the fifth or sixth seed or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My surprising team, and this is going to be weird, especially because we just talked about them, but with how how the beginning of their season is starting, and I don't think Jimmy Butler is staying on the Timberwolves at all. There we go. (laughs) I would be, I think they're still going to make the playoffs. Okay, that's sure. I mean, that's not surprising. Sure, can I throw a team in there? without Jimmy Butler? Can you say the say the team? The Minnesota name. Timberwolves. Thank you. I uh, think they're going to be the surprise team because I think that people don't think they're going to do shit this year. I don't. I think they're going to do shit. They have the they have the execs number one rated player to build the franchise off of Carl Anthony Towns on their team. Great. Of course, I expect them to do. They something. had they've had him though. This is only his third year, fourth year in the league. They've had him. Come on. When They've did KD had start doing shit? When did Steph Curry start doing shit? Yeah. When did LeBron James start doing shit? And he's finally getting pieces that he can work with. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's young as fuck, Jakeese. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a baby. He's no, I think he just turned 22. 23. 22. Yeah. 23. I get it. 22, 23. This I get it. drink alcohol when he joined the league. But right. do you think that <laughs> if Jimmy Butler leaves, they're not expected to take a drop? Of course they are. They're expected uh, to take a drop. They're yeah. expected to take a huge drop okay. without Jimmy Butler. I, 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 I don't disagree with you about that. I just don't think that their success will be surprising. 
Can I throw a team into this? Please. The Phoenix Suns. Ooh. I like that. I've seen Devin Booker working out all summer because mm-hmm. I follow him. Yeah, of course. Devin Booker. Yes. No way. Um, he's one of my favorite players to watch over the last couple of years. I've and, enjoyed seeing him live. And I think Aiton is going to be a star. I think a so, star? too. I don't know, a man. A star or I, a really good player? I think, uh, I think he's proof that big boys are back. I agree. Big men are back. I also I think they have some really good veteran players that can help with leadership and things like that to help mm-hmm. mold them. Uh, I really like Jamal Crawford. I Did think he sign be- with them? To today. Mm-hmm. Oh, today? No. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know he was He was with the team. Michigan he was, man. Yeah. Um, but um, you know what? Trevor I just want to let everyone know that Jaquise Neal is putting his money on the Minnesota Timberwolves <laughs> for a second year in a row. To make the playoffs? Well, that's not what you said last year. Last year you said a top four team in the NBA. But uh, oh, no, I said in the West. Oh which yeah, in the West. In turn, is almost it's the also NBA. the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, dude. I I will I will stand by that until I fucking go blue. Because if Jimmy Butler doesn't go down for twenty games, they're easily the third seed. And he went down for twenty games, and they missed the fourth. The between the third and the eighth seed was separated by one fucking game, dude. Like. It, Yes, they were the eighth seed, but the way you're presenting it is like they were the eighth seed by like 30 fucking games. I also understand that, but you understand that they were one missed three from Jokic away from not being in the playoffs at That's all. That's true. That's true. <laughs> if you Google NBA preview, it's all LeBron. Of course it is. But everybody still thinks the Warriors are going to win. Yeah, well, I think the Warriors well, are we'll get at like 89% yeah. chance of winning. We'll get there. Or 89% chance of making it to the finals. We'll get there. Uh, here's what I don't. Oh, so the Suns. I was looking at what their standings were last year. They were the worst team in the NBA. Absolutely. Uh, where do you think, if they're going to be the surprising team next year, where do you think they end up? Because I think in order to be surprising, you have to make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll be at the very bottom. Man, y'all disrespect the West so That's... much on this podcast. It's wild <laughs> to me. One, because That's insane. I you're from the West, Sophie. But you have the disrespect that they all have for the West is so do you know how many good teams there are on the West? If you were to name the top ten NBA teams, most of them would be from the West. Yeah. I still I... think the Phoenix Suns could be an eighth seat. I think they'll be a oh. surprising eighth seat. They gotta jump over a lot of teams <laughs> to get there. They gotta jump over the thunder. <laughs> they gotta jump over a lot of teams to get there. I, I think they're a year they're away. Surprising. Yeah, we get no, it. I feel you. Sophie, I feel, we get it. No, no, no. I get your. Yo, I get Sophie, what you're saying. Shoot your shot, my girl. Shoot That's your right. shot. Everybody I think else has said some very predictable Ooh. things. No, I, I said that. something okay. surprising, and now like I'm getting that. heat for it. Sophie, you're not I like heat. it. Hey, no, no, Sophie, no, no. You're not talk getting heat. Talk that talk. I like this, Sophie. I think the Suns are a year away. That's fair. I think they're a year away. That could be realistic too. I just I've. I've just been following the team a bit, and they look very good. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I mean, if they make the playoffs, goddamn, whoever is their coach will be the coach of the year. I mean, because to go from twenty one, to go from twenty one wins <laughs> to stop that. <laughs> that's not what it takes to win coach of the year. To go from twenty one wins to a forty plus win team, <laughs> that's, that's pretty close, dude. Yeah. Mark, Mark <laughs> Jackson ain't never win no coach of the year, and he deserved it. He should he have. The Warriors, yeah, but... he who won a coach of the year that year? Mm, I don't know. Was it D'Antoni last year? No, no, no. I met Mark Jackson oh. when the Warriors made that playoff run against the Spurs. Remember when they almost beat the Spurs and then they lost? Yes. What was crazy about that is I was working at a, uh, uh, a music festival in Napa at the time, and this nigga was drunk as fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, this British dude who like clearly had just started getting into the Warriors because he had just moved to San Francisco, and he grabbed me by the shirt and said, you mark my words in two years, we'll win a championship. And I laughed at this nigga's face. 
And he was right. He was right. <laughs> they did win two years later. I mean, one thing that a lot of people forget <laughs> with the Warriors was right before they really took off. Like people can kind of see the Warriors coming. Like mm-hmm. they were they were turning. They were mm-hmm. turning their franchise around. And I remember I forget when it was. I don't know if it was something happened and they had their rally. And here's the thing about Warriors fans, which here's the thing that like I never understand with people who was like, oh, all y'all Warrior fans on the bandwagon. The Warriors have always had a good fan base. Yeah. It's just none of y'all gave a shit yeah, because the bad. Warriors was bad. Yeah. So whenever I hear somebody say, oh, Warriors bandwagon, you're just revealing more about yourself yeah. than you are the Warriors fan base. Because well, like the they've I Believe shown team up. in uh, 2007. Yeah, they've yeah. shown up. They, they will sell that crowd out a lot. Yeah. And I remember that one time they had some rally and the crowd booed the fuck out of the owner. You remember it that? It was because they were giving Chris Mullen uh uh they were retiring Chris Mullen's jersey and they had just traded Monte, Monte Ellis. Ellis. Yes. The Bucks. And Chris I just Mullen a video had to, about this. Yeah, he had yeah. to get on the mic and be like these people are doing some good shit for y'all, blah blah and then like 2 years later they're the best team in the fucking And NBA. that trade <laughs> is what led them to have the cap space to get Andre Iguodala and to like you know be able to like it also made sure and Steph Curry had gotten his ankles injured earlier yeah. that year, so it gave them the uh, uh, losses to be able to draft both Clay Thompson and Harrison Barnes and also Draymond Green. Yeah. So yeah, that move of uh, that move, I remember that move because I used to love Monte Ellis. He used to have those commercials yeah. where it would be like, "I'm the fastest man in the NBA," and like it would be like him playing all these different sports and just being super fast. Uh, and then when they traded him, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would I they think a lot him? of people were, but that yeah. just goes to show you that, yo. They knew what they were doing. These motherfuckers knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. They, which kudos to them, man. Kudos to them. All right, before we go to break, I mentioned this. I want to know what you guys think. Gino, I'll kick it to you. Over under 20 games before Jimmy Butler is traded. How many games? 20. 20? Yeah. Over under. How does over under work? You either, it's either over twenty games or under twenty games. Gosh, yeah, under, under. I think it'll be traded soon. Okay, what you think? Over, over. Mm-hmm. I'm over. You're over. Over, but I don't think he'll make the full season. I don't think he'll make the full season either. But some part of me is just feeling like he's gonna be there all season. Yeah, all trashing <laughs> that team. Absolutely, <laughs> like, trashing that fucking team. <laughs> And if he is, I'm here for that storyline so, all fucking season. So like, what are you over or under? I'm 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 slightly over. I think he lasts. I think he goes around the All Star break. I think it's added slightly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm almost predi- over. All, all his predictions are. I vaguely will confirm if I would like to agree to said topic, yeah. but slightly I over. will not use words yes or no. Because this nigga knows what happened last year when he was so confident. Well, the Timberwolves be the number four team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all right. You're going to owe me a lot of money at the end of this we'll season. We'll see, bro. You're going to owe me a lot of money Seventh at the end of this season. Or eighth seed. I stand by it. Gino, I got a crazy, crazy, crazy prediction that I want to know what you think of. Nobody right. ever asked this question. I'm going to ask it to you after the break. His name is Gene Ho. Right, Gene, Gene Ho. Ho is a very regular thing on this podcast that Jaquise cannot say people's names. He's been calling you Gino 
Like you run a pizza shop in oh, Brooklyn. Oh, like an Italian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this was a very yeah, clearly right. Korean <laughs> man in front of us. You're right. His name is Gene Ho Lee. Listen, <laughs> listen. You know, sometimes I just conflate a couple letters, <laughs> put them together. But Gene Ho. <laughs> yes. That is me. Or Gene Ho. Nah, I'm not gonna call you Gene Ho. Gene Ho. Who you think is getting the most technical files oh, this fucking come year? On. Come on, this is a pointed question. It's going to be Boogie or Draymond. <laughs> Either way, it's a Warriors player. Or Steve Kerr. Or Steve Kerr. <laughs> is, is somebody on the Warriors? Steve Kerr already got ejected in the preseason. I think it's Draymond. Because so? he'll be in the game more. Yeah, because uh, Boogie may not play until December or yeah, January. That's my point. That's true. That's my point. I think it's going to be LeBron. You think it's going to be LeBron? LeBron with the most Wow. Why I think it's going to be LeBron. I think, I think you're going to see a different LeBron this year. Well, I, just the, even the way he's been on the fucking sidelines this preseason, just like looking at coaches' sheets. <laughs> I think you're going to see a LeBron who is coming to fucking coach yeah, uh, a team. He doesn't care about playing basketball. Do you know what this nigga did last night? What did he do last night, Sophie? He was uh, at the Jersey Drake concert. That's right. He was living his best life. This nigga don't care about basketball. So because of that, I think he's going to have a short fucking... Like, LeBron LeBron this year more than ever no, I is think more comfortable. Wrong. I think he's going to be a little happier, a little calmer, and it's going to fly. LeBron James will have more television shows on the air this season than he has Player of the Month awards. Yeah. I'm willing to guarantee yeah, that. I believe that. But... I think this nigga is gonna. He's more confident in who he is now more than ever, yes. and especially with the shop, he's like now yes. being portrayed as, you know, like you know. I told them niggas like what's <laughs> like now. I can see I can see LeBron on court. He made Drake apologize to him. Did you see that when he was just like, and what I tell you to say, Drake? And yeah. Drake's like, well, you told me to say. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Drake was like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Wow. All right. All right. Craziest story of the LeBron year. LeBron will be. Fine. I'm look, I, I, look, y'all are out here acting mad cocky off of some preseason games. That's my guy. Y'all are acting mad cocky off of some preseason I, games, and I cannot wait for the first 10 games. I mean, I Lonzo truly looked like shit. Lonzo is. Period. Lonzo is going to be a bust. cocky off Lonzo of preseason is, games. I, I don't give a shit about the Lakers, so. <laughs> I am your Lakers advisor, and Lonzo looked like shit. LeBron looked fine. <laughs> LeBron right, didn't Sophie. care, Lonzo, LeBron didn't right, care about these. If you can hear this, you looked like shit. All right. I mean, you know. All last season and now in preseason. And if you don't step it up, you're going to get traded. Okay, Sophie. You Ooh. keep talking this hot talk. I'm telling you, man. This Y'all are. You, you have faith in Lonzo. I don't have faith in none of them. I think the whole team. Brandon looked great. The whole team is going to even Kuzma out look great. real quick. Because y'all think the West, the West does not play games. JaVale McGee is actually looking pretty good, too. <laughs> Uh, surprisingly, surprisingly, you think JaVale McGee is going to take that no. three point corner shot that he took in that Warriors game in any regular season game? Sophie, please. I loved please. it. I loved it's it. It's never going to happen. I loved it. It made me happy. It was the first three he took in what, 300, 400 days? They last said, time, Who cares? Last time he made it three. It he was, was still on Denver. <laughs> Let the man show. Maybe he was working on it. Oh, I man. don't think so, but maybe he was working on it. Oh, Preseason man. does not count. And that's what we're trying to tell no, you. No, I'm telling you that I like the the what I've seen them doing in the weight room and I've seen them, you know, working out and getting good workouts. Right, so. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Our stamina looks good. Our young guys look good. Okay, Sophie. Ingram yeah. looks good. Ingram looks great. Mm hmm. Kyle Kuzma looks great. Okay. Lance right. Stevenson looks 
Craziest story of the year. Craziest story of the year. Luke Walton gets fired. Whoa. Why? Shut your mouth. Because him and LeBron won't. No way. Won't gel. Luke Walton is the That nicest. is my pr- Look, y'all asked me my prediction. How That's long, my prediction. How long did uh, David Blatt last? Did he last a uh, half a season or a whole season? Didn't he get fired around like playoffs? Yeah, uh, like right. Like it was like half the season. I think it was like after the All-Star break. So yeah, only but half he la- season. But he didn't last a full season with no. that team. No. Yeah. No, because Ty Lue coached them, and then they won the they won the ring. That's right. I don't know if he gets fired. Right. I don't know if Lue gets fired solely solely because he's been there for a couple years, and I don't see Magic pulling that trigger. Okay. I know why you're saying it, okay. and I don't disagree with it. I'm just looking at it from their business perspective. I don't think Magic pulls that trigger like that. Right. That's my crazy not like story. that. I feel. I mean, that would be crazy. What would they have to do to get there though? How would they have to start they to get him to fired? Get a, they'd have to start under 500. At, but how many games? Because mm. they can be under 500 in the first three games of the season. I mean, I'm talking like... Like, think, ha- like all-star break? No, I think like December. December, if they get mollywhopped by the Warriors and they're under 500. Like, this is the thing you have to understand about big city teams. Mm-hmm. In Cleveland, when LeBron's losing, sure, the press is coming after him. But when you lose in a big city... Oh, I get it. They come for your head. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I get it. Like, look at every Knicks coach. And again, Knicks aren't even a relevant team. Yeah. But anytime the Knicks start doing bad, the press comes for their heads. I definitely get it. And the press is going to come for this team. And they're not going to point fingers at LeBron James. I promise you, if anything happens with this team, it'll never be LeBron James's fault. In the same way that it wasn't in Cleveland, right? Ain't nobody blame LeBron James. They blame mm-hmm. everybody else. They're going to come for this boy. They're going to come for Luke Walton's head if this shit doesn't go right. Right. I don't know who on that bench. Because here's the thing with the Ty Lue thing. They had a Ty Lue, right? So LeBron who trusted. Who was Ty Lue before? He was just a star. Le- LeBron trusted Ty Lue. LeBron was, I mean, reports when that happened were Ty Lue had the ear of the team, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that was that was the, that was what everybody was saying. Ty, they trust Ty Lue. They care. Ty Lue is the player's coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Luke Walton is the player's coach. I think the I think the rest of that team trusts Luke Walton, and I don't know who else on that bench is gonna have LeBron's ear. Who who will who who will be their coach if that's the case? They had a Ty Lue to fall back on because LeBron trusted him. Mm-hmm. Who's he trusting in the Lakers besides uh, first seat? We'll see, man. We'll see. But I know what kind of guy Luke Walton is. I know that he doesn't succumb to uh, uh, superstar pressure or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not how LeBron operates. And that's not a bad thing on LeBron. LeBron is the GM, right? Like, that's what he was known back in Cleveland. Well, LeBron, jo- well, uh, LeBron James wants, LeBron James gets. See, I think that's an unfair, I think that's an unfair take on LeBron. I, that he doesn't, he doesn't respect that. Because I think he respected that with Ty Lue. He respected that with Coach Spo. I, I think it's just, I think he respects that more. Do you know how he left the, the, the Heat? Have you heard the story of how he left the Heat? Well, yeah, but I'm, that's not the four what do you mean fucking about seasons. That's not the four seasons. You know how he left? Well, he left he mostly because of phone. Pat Riley. He looked at his phone the entire time during that presentation, where they're just like, "Well, you know, this is our plan." Look at this phone. He didn't even call. He didn't even call them back. Yeah, I think that was more Pat Riley than Coach Bo. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is like what LeBron James gets. LeBron James. What LeBron James wants. LeBron James gets. And true. I don't know if he respected Ty Lue so much as he dominated Ty Lue. I mean, you look at tape. When LeBron James wasn't happy, he's yelling at Ty Yeah, Lee. yeah, yeah, yeah. But both of those situations were after four seasons of playing with him. I think first season, LeBron respects that type of coach who's like, nah, nah, this is this is my team. I I think so. I don't think he respects Ty so. Lue. 
He didn't respect David Blatt in this first. That's why no. David Blatt got fired. Nobody respected David Blatt. And that was David Blatt's <laughs> first season. So Nobody respected David then Blatt. Then your theory doesn't work if you're going to say, well, but asterisk on David Blatt. Well, because David Blatt didn't have the respect of, he wasn't that type of coach. He didn't, he wasn't going to be. Ty Lue had never coached an NBA team before. I know. Neither had David Blatt. But know. you know, David Blatt was an accomplished basketball coach. I get that. But. Ty Lue was not scared to stand up to LeBron. He was. He literally, That's why they picked him. That's what I'm saying is that they picked somebody who LeBron had w- pull with. Your argument's changing a lot, my dude. Uh, no, it's not. My argument's well, staying said, the same. He said, you said he respects he respects them when it's their first year and it's their team. Yeah. It didn't happen with David Blatt. Yeah. Uh, uh, he did no, not he, respect No, I say he respects coaches who aren't afraid to stand up to him. And I think Ty, Ty Lue. Lue. Ty Lue. Man, you should go Google on your phone right now. LeBron James yells at Ty Lue. This shit happened from the beginning. This man did not get... He would dress this man down in front of players. I mean, every fucking... A play, people yell at Steve Kerr. Yeah, but that's not... <laughs> like, but then you can't sit here and tell me, like, oh, he like Ty Lue could stand up to LeBron James. In what world? LeBron, he did. LeBron picked out Ty Lue's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> he did. That's, he did. That was LeBron James's team. <laughs> of course it was. It was LeBron's team, but I think he had a respect for Ty Lue, and the team had a respect for Ty Lue. Ty Lue called LeBron sir. And I'm just making up lines right now. <laughs> the I team didn't agree with you. They, the all team, sound, they all sound real. <laughs> the team didn't have a respect for David Blatt. Hmm? The team didn't have a respect for David Blatt. No, they didn't. From the beginning, they didn't trust him. And I think the team has a respect for Luke Walton, and I think that will carry some weight. I agree weight. with that statement. We'll mm-hmm. see. I, I think that that's going to carry we'll some weight. Luke Walton is a very respected coach. And I'm not saying that LeBron James is a coach killer. Again, I'm not trying to say LeBron James has bad things with his coach. Well, LeBron James should be in charge of the teams. I just don't think this narrative that, that, that Ty Lue got the respect because he stood up to LeBron James. I don't think that. I think that's false as shit. I think like it's truly that LeBron James was just like this is someone who if I want to get something I can get it done. Right, because LeBron was out there picking out the paint colors in Tyloo's house. <laughs> yeah, man. He, I mean, again, <laughs> that's probably not real, but it sounds very real. I mean, this man was just like everybody wear this color suit to the game, and everyone's like, "Yes, sir, yes, sir." <laughs> like you know what I mean? That this man was in charge. Mm-hmm. Of course he was. That was his team, and he deserved it. What was the? So has anybody else answered well, that yet? No. What was your yeah. crazy? What's yours? The craziest thing that'll happen? Yeah, what you think the craziest I thing is going to happen? I think Kawhi will be traded before the season's over. Oh. Whoa. I don't know. I think this is a whole, like, misdirection. Like, yeah, he loves Toronto now. Like, he'll stay after this year. I don't know. Where is he going? What? I don't is know. this his last year know. on this contract? Yeah. So what team is going to make that very stupid trade? The New York Knicks? Yeah, we would. I mean, you guys would try. <laughs> yeah, we definitely sure. would take that shit. I mean, the Lakers will try. because No, we don't. No, I don't think the Lakers they don't even try. No, no, no. They didn't take Paul George for that oh, exact reason. True. Well, yeah, that's true. Genie's in charge now. That's they didn't not take happening. Paul George, and mm. they—I mean—they kind of regret it. But if Jim Buss was in charge still, that's yes. true. I don't know where he would go, but I don't think he's going to stay long term. I mean, I could see if he doesn't want to stay, and they already lost Demar Derozan, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So if he goes, then Toronto has gone in the span of a year from. Finally, being gonna probably get over that hump, even though I think Boston is the number one team in the East, to y'all yeah, trash now. <laughs> so I can kind of say I, I I I get that I feel that because they're gonna want to say I want something for Kawhi. 
Yeah, they're right? going to get a huge package in return for Kawhi if they end up trading him. I mean, they got to find a team dumb enough to take that deal. I, mean, I think the, the Clippers. Will. We will. We'll <laughs> you're, you're that the dumb? Kings. The Kings. Yeah. Take... I think the Clippers, because he wants to go to... He wants to go to L.A. He wants to go to L.A., but I don't... From what I've heard, he doesn't want to play for the Lakers. No, he, that doesn't, could be with, he doesn't want to play with LeBron James. He doesn't want to play with LeBron. That could be smoke and mirrors, but I could see the Clippers taking that trade. They got oh, a lot no. of assets. Yeah. The Clippers. the Clippers will take whatever they can get at this point. Yeah, they, they can uh, get out of Staples Center. Huh. Craziest story of the year? Hmm. I don't know if this is crazy because this kind of gives away my predict. This is crazy. I think the Warriors fall off this year. Mm. And I think it's going to be a – I think the fall – they're not going to fall way the fuck off, but I wouldn't be surprised if they took a Cavs-like approach to the regular season because it doesn't matter where they are in the playoffs. But in the regular season, I could see them going like third seed. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if I, I don't know if I disagree. I don't know if I agree with you that they can take the Cavs approach where like the East, they could blow through those teams, but the Warriors lost games in the playoffs. I they think. did. And then like, you know, and I think that their GMs are smart enough to know that we have not the healthiest Steph Curry right now. Right. We we don't have the healthiest center. Uh, like our our starting center right now is a backup center who wouldn't be a starting center on any other team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they're going to try to take the Cavs approach. Well, because of what you just said, I think they're not going to. And they had they've been doing this for the past couple seasons, but they're not going to go hard during the season no. so they can no. stay healthy for 100%. the playoffs. But I don't think they're going to try to like because you know how far the, didn't the Cavs fall to like the fourth fifth seed. That, that's a big fall. I don't know if the Cavs could. But they finished. The, they finished third, right? No, they finished. I think they finished the fourth seed. Okay, if not the fifth. Okay. So like that's they finished fourth because they, they played had home the Pacers. They played Pacers yeah. four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's tough in the West. Mm-hmm. Four or five is a tough position in the West. I don't know if the Warriors will take that gamble. They'll take two, but they won't take four. I can see them finishing third. I can see them finishing the third Cavs or fourth. fourth. Yeah, I can feel you on the on the fourth, but I can see them finishing third. I I just think that is who do you put be... as that second team over them? I think Houston is there. I mean, Houston would be the number one team over them. So who's yeah. that second team? I'm asking. I think the Thunder are going to surprise people this year. You think Thunder? The th- Oklahoma <laughs> City Thunder will be the number two team. Not because they are a better team than the Warriors. I want to be clear about that. That's not. That's not what I'm. I think the Warriors will pick it up and will end up exactly where the Cavs did every fucking year, Absolutely. where it didn't matter what they did in the regular season. I think they will probably end at that second seed because the Warriors don't approach the regular season with the same enthusiasm that they have in the past few seasons. Well, they they're not chasing the record anymore. They already right. broke the record and they don't want that. I think that they play the regular season the way that the Spurs do, which is like get or well, when the Spurs had their big core, which is like getting the good seeding and play it. That's fair. But I think that they're smart enough to know that home court advantage is very very important. But they still would have it at the third seed. Uh yeah, but I think that they would like really make sure that they were in a position and I also think Jaquise, if you think the Thunder are going to finish anywhere close to the Golden State Warriors record, like, their team is bad, Jaquise. They're a very bad NBA team. Especially without Roberson. Yeah, they're... Right. Mm. Is, he, is he gone or injured? Indefinitely. 
Indefinitely. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. I, the jazz could also take that I, next step. I'll listen to arguments about the jazz, but... The jazz could also take that next the step. Thunder? And I will say this. Like I said, I don't think any of these teams are better right. than the Warriors. I just think the Warriors are going to not... Yeah. The Warriors are going to be the reason. If the Warriors wanted to, the Warriors could finish one. They could. <laughs> like, but they, I just but think they know not... that they... like would, Yeah, like you said, they, they put health... Uh, so can you look at the difference between the second seed and the third seed team for me? It like was a lot. Games? It was like 10 games. From I'm looking year. at it right now. Warriors, 58-24. And the next, they were seven games back at the Rockets. Third yeah. was the Trailblazers, who I think are going to fall the fuck off. Uh, and they were 16 yeah. games back. 16. So 16. That's, that's a big number, Jaquise. Yeah. And to and like uh, uh, I don't even want – Oklahoma was what? Uh, they were the fourth seed. They were the fourth they seed? Were, they were half a game. They were a game behind that. So they were 17 games behind the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't see any of those teams making that big of a jump. I think what, what the Warriors have for them is that there's a lot of teams that other teams will play that will be a close game, where for the Warriors it's a blowout. Like mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's a blowout right. with their bench. So like I think that is something that we can't forget about is what fucks you over is those regular season games mm-hmm. against the Suns. Where the Suns, like you know, uh, uh, Devin Booker hits a three pointer, and that hurts you later down the line. Like those are yeah. the games that we're talking about, and those are the games that usually the Warriors just clean the fuck up. Yeah, like you know what I mean. They go into the Wizards' home arena and blow them out by twenty five. Yeah. So like I, those are the kind of games that I think we have to think about, and it's not like against them because like yeah, of course OKC can play against the Warriors and win a game. They did it last year, but. Can they do that consistently? Mm-hmm. And that's my whole thing with the Lakers is I think the Lakers are going to have some really great games, but can they win against Western teams consistently when it goes from playing those teams – for LeBron, it goes from playing the Lakers twice uh, – the uh, Western Conference teams twice a year to sometimes three, four times a year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like a completely different thing. And I think that that's what is dis- – that's going to be the disadvantage to teams like OKC or Utah – or Minnesota is that they aren't they're not at that level yet where they can have that consistency to dominate. I feel that. I have one. Please. Your I crazy think, story? Uh, yeah, I think the Spurs will not make the playoffs this year. That that, would be, that wild. would be wild. Barely. That would be wild. Be yeah. Barely out of it. It'll be the first time since we were children. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even not born. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh yeah. Let's see. I, 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 I think the Spurs have made the playoffs since, like, what, 96 or some shit like since that? Since David Robinson? Yeah. I, it was at least since Tim Duncan was there. They have made mm-hmm. the playoffs in 27 of the last 28 seasons Jeez. since 1989's season. See? So I, I told you I was not, not born, born they missed yet. It. Did they? No, they have not missed the playoffs in 20 seasons since Tim Duncan was drafted in 1997. Wow. Oof. I was there. How I was, long, I was how almost long, there. Yeah, you were you were on point. How long do you think till Popovich retires? The, when his contract is over. Yeah, when which may be a year or two. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think he's I think he's ready. Without Kawhi. Yeah, he's working yeah. on Team USA stuff. He's had yeah. a rough year or two with his wife passing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think he I think he could take a break and he would deserve it. He's the best coach in NBA history. Absolutely. No doubt um, about, not no even, doubt about it. Not even close. Not uh, even close, I but mean, there's someone nipping at his heels. Who? Stephen Kerr. 
about Steve Kerr Phil? is good, man. Huh? Phil is good. I mean, Phil like, is good. I think Phil just kind of ruined his reputation with that. Phil, GM, Phil had a rough with that couple GM, years with, with the that Knicks. GM stint. Yeah. yeah, it kind of ruined his I like. Agree. His I think five years. From, I think five years from now, when people kind of let that off their mind, people will put Phil back in that on that yeah. pedestal. Because he deserves to be there. Because he coached two. <laughs> he coached two of the greatest superstars our game has ever seen. Yeah. Did you know that Kobe has his daughter's basketball team run the triangle offense? Yes. It's he has eleven rings as a coach. Your That's, Kobe reference fans. That's hard to say he isn't up there. He's top he three. <laughs> I just think it's like yeah. I think it's like outside factors affect yeah his reputation as a basketball coach. Uh yeah. I cause here's I. I a part of me, half of me with the Spurs is like, yeah, this is a year, and then the other part of me is, we're stupid, like to count out the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I see. Because people have been, I mean, think, but people have been saying the Spurs are gonna fall off forever for about six years now, and yeah. every fucking year they win fifty games. Well, last year they didn't, but first time in a long. Yeah, time. I mean, is so I, I also think the Spurs aren't gonna make the playoffs, but come April. When they are in the playoffs, we'll look back and just say, we should have fucking known. This town team is like Coach Popovich is just the greatest fucking coach of all time. Uh, who is on the hot seat? Who's getting fired? What coach? What coach? Um, that's a good question. I feel like we've had such a bonanza in coaching where whoever would have been fired has already been fired, right? Sam Van Gundy's out, right? Yeah, in Detroit. Out. That's what I'm thinking. This is like, I don't know who, I mean, besides my guess, which is like Luke Walton, but I don't think he's on the hot seat yet. But like, yeah, I think that every coach that would have had tr- trouble, Steve Clifford is out. So any player, for, any coach from last season who would have been fucked has already been fucked over. Who's the Blazers coach right now? Is it still Terry Stotts? Okay, Terry Stotts. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> if Terry yeah. Stotts is still there, I'll they put also, Terry Stotts they there. They also might miss the playoffs. Oh, I think the, I think the Blazers are gonna miss the playoffs. I think I think Dame's out. I think Dame's out. <laughs> think so? Yeah. They talk, the fans talk so much shit about him, and that sucks, man. That they they're the only team in the Pacific Northwest. He should be a star. He should be. He's the only star they that don't fucking. Him. They yeah. Don't appreciate what they have. Yeah, he's the yeah. only star that damn region has, he especially so, he's now. So fun to watch. Yeah, I think the issue is that there's other teams in that con- in that division for some reason. OKC is in that division. Denver's uh, in that division. Denver's in that division. I believe the Minnesota Timberwolves are also in that division. Yeah. So, like, people can gravitate towards those. Like, you know, people in Portland and in Oregon and Washington can be like, oh, I like these teams, even though they're not actually from those. It's so wild that Oklahoma City is in that division, but it's in that division because. And they're in Seattle. Exactly. But, yeah. like, I think that, like, that's why they're so underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Damian Lillard talked about how much he hates that people go to those games to root for the other teams. Yeah. So like disrespectful. So disrespectful. But it's the kind of shit that KD dealt with in OKC when he's just like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm gonna say a surprising name. I'm gonna say Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers? Mm-hmm. Doc Rivers. He should be. I I think I I think the Clippers are seeing their mortality again. I mean they've I mean, never they've seen it. They've seen it. They've never been the number one team in LA. But they've had a pretty good run, and especially with the Lakers not being good in the past few years, 
more people gave a shit about the Clippers than usual. Well, they had their window when the Lakers were bad to yeah. like be LA's team, and they completely dropped the ball. And now that LeBron is here, and the Lakers are obviously top three uh, most talked about team in the NBA again, mm-hmm. the Clippers are yeah close to I irrelevant <laughs> like again. Mm-hmm. And if they start the season bad, it's over. It's over. Well, I mean, I will challenge you to name me who's the the Clippers star player right now. I know I who know, it is. I, I, what, Avery Bradley? <laughs> yeah. Beverly? Who? It's a, it's Lou Williams' team. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Williams. And Lou Williams is a sixth man. Yeah. And and he had a great season. He had a great game. He had yeah, a great fucking season game, last but, year. Like, they have no franchise player. Yeah. That Tobias Harris? That's their franchise player? That's the closest thing they have to a franchise player right now. I think Doc unless, is gone. Unless you like Boban. <laughs> hey, yo, I do I like love Boban. Boban. He can do a standing dunk. That's crazy. Hmm. A standing duck, dunk. dunk. How, how tall is he? He's like he's seven three. Yeah, seven three, seven four. Yeah. But his wingspan is disgusting, so fucking crazy. So like he just picks up the ball and just drops it in. Let's get before we get to the playoffs and shit. Let's get some. Uh, let's get these three out. We can we can rattle them off. Coach of the year, defensive player of the year, MVP. Coach of the year. I'm gonna say Pop. If he takes him to the playoffs with the roster he ha- that he has now. With the Deontay Murray and the other guy, the other point guard being injured, yeah, I think Pop could take it. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's won it before, but I think it's long overdue. All uh, well deserved for him. I think Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, mm, that was my pick. One. That was my pick. He's gonna have the number one record in the East. Absolutely. And I think I think this is going going to be the we should have given this to you a couple of years ago <laughs> oh. type award for him. So that was my pick, was Brad Stevens. I just had something hit me. It's not on the list, but you were asking me earlier when we were getting uh, 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 breakfast who was going to win most improved player. And the obvious choice never hit me. It's Gordon Hayward. Uh, If Gordon Hayward has just a decent season, the story is going to be there so Mm -hmm. easily of, like, he came back from this. So I think, Yeah. yeah, Gordon Hayward is the obvious choice. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I don't know why I didn't think about that when we were eating breakfast. That's okay. Defensive player. I want to say Kawhi, just because I can't think of another two-way <laughs> player that's so good on defense. And yeah, I don't know. I think Clay is kind of talking that he wants it. Clay like, wants Clay it. Has been, yeah, because I think he like I think he got like second year uh, all in, uh, all NBA defensive team this year, and like our second team uh, all NBA defensive team, and he mm-hmm. was like very very upset about that. And I think Clay, I don't know if he can win it. I mean, he's for very a guard to defense. get it is like it's you, hard. You got to work your ass off. It's hard. But I think he can I think he can work for it or I think Draymond is going to have it for how he runs the Warriors defense as a general this year. I'm very interested to see what he's going to do with such a post presence like DeMarcus Cousins where like he won't have to play on centers as much mm-hmm. so like he can kind of like, you know, run that shit in a very fascinating way. If he stays with the Timberwolves all year, I would not be surprised if Jimmy Butler takes a crack at it. Mm. He's always been known as a really good defender, and I feel like he's just going to have such a fuck you game this this season (laughs) that he's going to be like, I can guard all five of these niggas. Y'all need need me. me. (laughs) Y'all need me. I want to know what your hard on for the Minnesota Timberwolves is. I'm so fascinated by it. I love him. Uh, (laughs) I don't love him. What's crazy is that you're... You're from Chicago, love the Chicago Bulls, and oh. you love the team that this nigga flipped off 
Yeah, that's funny. And went to I actually don't like the. I mean, it. last year I made that prediction because I actually did think the Timberwolves were going to be a very improved team. And this year, I'm just saying, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> the word on the street is that they're too immature. They're too immature. They don't want it. What'd you say? That's the word on the street is that they're too immature and they don't they're, want they're it. They're too busy yeah. playing Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. I can see. I can see that. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about that. All right. MVP. I think it's Kyrie Irving's year. Yeah, Ooh, I could nah. see that. I think if if Kyrie Irving could lead the Celtics, I think it's his year. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Who you got, Sophie? While I think of somebody, I and it can't be a Laker. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna say Lonzo Ball. No. Uh, you was about to say LeBron. I was about to. I think LeBron might take it back again. I I I truly. I, if he he's another one of those players where if he wanted it he could have it. Right. I don't think he wants it. <laughs> like, but if I, if, I don't think he wants it. If I wasn't it. going to pick LeBron, my very biased LeBron answer, uh, I think it might be Kevin Durant. Wow! Wow! You think? I mean, look, I, this is coming. This is the Kevin Durant official stand of the world, and you think? Look, they don't I don't like think they're. Him. Yeah, I don't think the media would give they it. I don't, don't think know. the people voting would like give it to him. him. They hate him, and it's well-deserved. He's been acting like an asshole, but, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's, con- con- like, you know, showed in the playoffs last year that he is, like, at GOAT level right now. I mean, that performance in Game 3, I think, should go down in one of the greatest finals performances of all time. Uh, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think they can give it to him. I'm going to side with Sophie. You're going to pick Kevin Durant? I'm gonna side with Sophie because my best friend over here. This is here. crazy. <laughs> Y'all, are, what they're doing? They're trying to gaslight me. That's what no, they're trying no. to do. <laughs> no, they're picking my favorite player to gaslight me and be like, "You ain't even pick your favorite player." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna side with Sophie because yeah. now that LeBron is in the West, yeah, I, I think KD because I agree with that. I said that right when she said that, like they're not gonna vote for him unless he has literally one of the best seasons of all time. Which I could see him doing. I mean, look, I could I could see him being so undeniable on the court. It was like you have no fucking choice but to vote for me. Look, the KD that I saw in Game Three is a KD I've never seen before. Like I, I like it was like he demanded the ball. Like you know what I'm saying. And KD's always been known as like being too passive and being like. But you can look at it where he's like clapping at, at Steph and being like, "Give me the ball. I'm gonna bring it up." Mm-hmm. And he just went off. And what was crazy is that Clay wasn't shooting good. Steph, Steph wasn't, wasn't shooting good. Bench wasn't getting points, and his nigga was just like, "No, Steph." Steph had that one game where he. Got no, I meant fucked. in game three. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. game three. Was the that one was game. game three? Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the, the only whole three series. he hit was the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, if if he has <laughs> a decent game, Steph Curry wins the MVP of that series. Yeah, but but he didn't. He, he had, had well game two. He like almost broke the record again for yeah. like how many threes he hit, and then in game three, he had one of like, the worst games. <laughs> <laughs> but that KD performance was like that. That wanted for him. My, but my, I, I, I challenge everyone to go watch that shot because he gets a pick, and Roddy Hood is on him, and then he's upset, and he looks at Steph and said, "Nah, bring that nigga back. I want LeBron James on me." But then he looks at the shot clock and is just like, "Oh shit, I'm out of time. Fuck it," and he just launches it, launches it, it and nets it. <laughs> and I don't know, he man. Sighs, and then he sighs, Jaquise. I get it. 
I get it. Yeah, I see what you guys are saying. I mean, you guys have convinced me. If this nigga goes the fuck off. If he goes off on that team and with LeBron in the West again, or in the West now, I... That was so funny. It took like one minute to convince me. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know I love this man, bro. This man is the greatest in the NBA, and I'm so tired of the disrespect. Whatever. You guys are kind of getting into it. I can see it. All right. NBA Finals. Uh, well, Gino, did you pick your MVP? You said Kyrie, right? No, that was that. Oh, I thought you uh, said. Oh, yeah. Who's your MVP? I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. But this was tough I, for me. Yeah. I want Donovan Mitchell to be in the conversation <laughs> <laughs> because of because if he's like the most most important player on the team, yeah, and he gets in the you. playoffs, like how he was really good at the tail end yeah. last year. He could have. He yeah. could have. He could have a Derrick Rose type season. I don't think he's going to win it at all, but right. I want him to be talked about like how important he is. I think he, would, he can be that guy. He would have to have a Derrick Rose type season. Are you a Donovan Mitchell stan? Not he's really. good, man. I, I just know. liked his you performance. Know, tell him what your favorite team is. Who's your favorite I love team? the Sacramento Kings. I'm, sorry. I'm a Sacramento Kings. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I know. Let me tell you something, though. Nice Let me tell you something, though. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings don't get enough credit, especially in Chicago. Um, after the, the 98 season and the lockout and the Bulls went from being great to awful, mm-hmm. a lot of niggas in Chicago was not loving basketball. And that Lakers-Kings rivalry reinvigorated a lot of people into the NBA yeah. again. I'm still, uh, I still so, hate the Sacramento. Uh, 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 the 2002? Yeah, talking, the, yeah. That, those baby, couple years. talking The Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Because they, right. the, oh, they all had the blonde tips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Christie with his like little signal he did when he went to the free throw line, it pissed me the I mean, I can't speak for other people all over the country, but at least a lot of Chicago fans mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, damn, the NBA is it's back! It's <laughs> like the NBA is good again." Uh, like, so wait, I said the wrong name. Guys. I'll it's always Doug have it. It's Doug Christie. It's Doug, it's Doug Christie. Chris Christie is uh, <laughs> the former Jersey governor man. of New Jersey. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll give. I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for the Kings. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, no soft spot over here. No I, I told I told Jeton Ho that the Sacramento Kings are the college girlfriends of the NBA in which they develop this player and then they're like, hey, yo, you know, you're kind of sexist, you're kind of mean, you shouldn't say jokes like that. Actually, stop eating fast food, you should eat healthy like this. Oh, maybe wear this, this outfit looks good for you. And they're like, oh, thank you. And then they get out of college and they dump that girl and they go play somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's who the Sacramento Kings are. It's like, they've always, is that not true, Sophie? I literally hate everything that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. That college girl just like, hey, you shouldn't dress, you shouldn't wear that color. That color's not flattering on you. Wear this color. And like, here, read this book and this, and then you become a better person, and then you get out of college, and you're like, I bet I'm going to go use all these things I learned on a different girl. And that's the Sacramento that Kings. I think the Kings are going to be in Seattle. So. <laughs> Why do you hate me? You know that metaphor is accurate. That's a pro-women acronym. Or right. not acronym, uh, analogy. You just sounded hella fuckboyish. That's all I That's said. what men do. I'm saying men are bad for doing that, Sophie. They are. Uh, <laughs> NBA Finals predictions. Gino, take us away. Uh, fuck. I want to say rap. No, maybe no Celtics. I'm gonna say Celtics is gonna be the East. Celtics Warrior or and Celtics who? If the Warriors stay healthy, and I'm talking like everyone, including Boogie, Steph Curry's knees and ankles are fine. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, Warriors. I think they'll take over the Lakers just because the Lakers are still young. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Uh, for my money, I'm going with Celtics Warriors. Warriors take it. 
Well, uh, just like the Warriors are going to do this year, I'm going to have a three-peat because <laughs> I'm going Warriors-Celtics. I think once the playoffs get here, the Warriors are going to turn it the fuck on because they want that three-peat. Uh, they'll be the first team to do it since the Lakers, especially with the Lakers being relevant again. Mm-hmm. Oh, they will nothing more than to say, nah, we're the fucking California team. Uh, that's what they want. And I think they're going to turn it the fuck on. And I think you're going to see a dominant performance in the playoffs from the Warriors. Yeah. I'm talking like only losing two games. And then, they, uh, then, they, then they're going to blow it all up. And then, yeah, I mean, they might not blow it up, but I think this is the beginning of the end for the Warriors. It'll be a slow decline. From the yeah, this yeah. is the beginning of the end for the Warriors, but they this, this beginning of the end, it's going to be fire. Who you got, Sophie? I mean, my heart wants me to say Celtics, Lakers, but I think it's going to be Celtics, Warriors. I mean, yo, Celtics, Lakers, NBA Finals will be dope. It ain't happening, but... It's not happening. Not yet, but it will happen. It will be what the playoffs will be from then on. I want it to happen again, but I do think the Warriors are going to do it again this year. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've made it all the way through... High five listeners. God bless you. God bless you. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh... Gino, do you have a crazy prediction that you just have that you have, we haven't talked about, but it's just like... Yeah, you, Kings get the eighth seed and... Shut we the make fuck it. up, bro. Marvin <laughs> Bagley becomes Rookie of the Year with Harry Giles, both co-Rookie of the Years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yo, listen. Listen. I haven't... That's your team. I haven't talked about it, but that's my craziest prediction is I think the Bulls catch that eighth seed. What? I Wait. think the Bulls. That's more likely than your fucking Kings catching the eighth seed. You got a good point. That's there. more likely. End the podcast, Keith. I'm leaving. That's more likely. What's your crazy one? What's your crazy one? End the podcast. I'm leaving. Bro. What's your crazy? That's more crazy to you than the Kings. My crazy. My what? My Knicks wild crazy eight. prediction: Kevin Knox wins Rookie of the Year. Ooh, Kevin Knox. Okay. That's right. How you think your Knicks gonna? Because you. We yeah. not. We're not playing this season. <laughs> they're, taking, they're taking the a Knicks, sabbatical the Knicks are taking a sabbatical <laughs> we're not playing this season there's no such team as the New York Knicks this season yeah when we come back and if the Kings and the Bulls make the playoffs at the 8th seed dude that'd be sick Shut we're gonna up. be there we're gonna be there <laughs> as Carter Jr. craziest prediction as, that's it alright that's cra- it he's cra- in the podcast my craziest my craziest is LeVar gets into a physical fight with either Luke or Magic this season that's I not like crazy that. that sounds very likely <laughs> They, they probably they probably in the studio writing that script right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this has been our NBA preview for the year. Gene No, Gene Holy. <laughs> Gene Holy, where can people find you, man? Thanks for rolling on and talking basketball with us. Where can people find you, brother? Where? Um on Mine? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, no, give people this your address. This never been on a goddamn podcast. Give people, give people like, your address. Yeah. Didn't which... know where to put the mic. Didn't know what plugs were. Wait, what's a plug? <laughs> um, I don't know. My Instagram is Earl Grey Tigers. Okay. My okay. LinkedIn is Lee Gino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're the first nigga to ever give your LinkedIn on the podcast. <laughs> Yo, go go hit up. His, what do you do with a LinkedIn? Do you follow a LinkedIn? Is that what you uh, do? You you connect. Oh, you connect go with go colleagues, connect. Okay, you know, go I'm, connect to Gene I work in music Holies. festivals. Bet hire me, hire him, yo, hire him, yo. At Jackie's Neil on everything. At Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter. Off gram on the gram. 
at Culture Kings Pod. Uh, I meant to say this at the beginning of the pod. I didn't. Chicago, we're coming November 29th, 9 p.m. L.A., we're coming October 26th, 10.30 p.m. Get tickets right now. Let's rock out, guys. Deep cut of the week. Yo, let's kick it back to an old-school R&B queen. And by old-school, I mean like 90s and 2000s. Maya got a track out right now featuring Tink. It's called GMO. Got my own. 2018 dropped. Let's ride out to Maya. Still one of my crushes. We like you. We love you guys. This is my Culture Kings. Goodbye. Don't need money. Got my own. I got bags. Match the blow. Hold up, boy. I don't need your dough. But you can spend it on me if you want. Don't need money. Got my own. I got bags. Bags to blow. I'm a boy.
Bring it. If you want. 